0: Gordon, you need to unmute. Thank you. I was just telling people to, un- to uh, remain muted. I was doing <laughs> what I need to do. Um, yes, so we are about to begin. Our service, as mentioned, will be recorded and we ask that you remain muted throughout the service. Normally this time of year, we would be gathering around the White Avenue in Old Strathcona to celebrate Pride Month with the annual Pride Parade. Unfortunately, Current health restrictions will not allow this. But since necessity is the mother of invention, we at UCE offer you this morning a virtual Pride Parade.
1: Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Good morning and happy Pride. Welcome to the Unitarian Church of Edmonton Sunday morning Zoom service. My name is Gordon Ritchie, and I will be your service leader this morning. It's good to have you with us. The Unitarian Universalist faith is a creedless community dedicated to a free and responsible search for truth and meaning. We embrace a pluralist philosophy, opening our hearts and minds to the diverse ideas, feelings, and expressions of our world community. Whatever your heritage, whatever your faith, whomever you love, you are welcome here today. We gather today in gratitude on Treaty 6 land. A treaty is an inheritance, a responsibility, and a relationship. As part of that relationship, We share with you the new Indigenous names that have been given to Edmonton's 12 redrawn municipal wards. The names were chosen by a panel of 17 Indigenous women, the Committee of Indigenous Matriarchs and approved by City Council this past December. Today we share with you the Pahisawa ward, which is in Southwest Edmonton, the Terwilliger Windermere area. The name Pahisawin means land of the Thunderbirds and was given to this ward because from an aerial view, it's shaped like a Pahisawin, a Thunderbird. The Thunderbird is a powerful spirit in the form of a bird. Lightning was believed to flash from its beak and the beating of its wings was thought to represent the rolling of thunder. When the Thunderbird strikes lightning, it re-energizes Mother Earth. The behisawin is the keeper of water. As water is crucial for life, the nourishment of our bodies and the bringer of beauty, the Thunderbird is viewed with extreme reverence. On May 18th, 2019, Robert and I were married in the UCE sanctuary The Pride Flame by Linda Lee Franson was read at our wedding. As we light our virtual chalice this morning, I would ask Alyssa to read it for us now.
2: We light this flame to ignite our hearts and minds. The spark of knowledge that enlightens, the shimmering hope that burns, the blazing love that engulfs our actions, the bonfire of our commitment. We light this flame for those who celebrate themselves, who fear, who hope, who persevere, who stand on the side of love for all. We light this flame to celebrate our kaleidoscope of diversity, working, loving, and living on the side of love. For this, we light this flame. Father, mother, God, here we are together, rich and poor, educated and not so well educated, gay and straight. Some of us with light skin, some of us with darker, some of us walking, some of us unable to walk, none of us as whole as we would like to be. Help us to know that we are your children and we are all holy stuff. May we be a blessing to the life of anyone who enters this sanctuary and may this church be a true sanctuary and may those who come as strangers in turn Help us grow in wisdom, in compassion and in joy of living. Amen and blessed be.
0: Thank you, Alyssa. Our first reading is by Leslie Takahashi, and it's entitled Marginal Wisdom. She writes, They teach us to read in black and white. Truth is this. The rest is false. You are whole or broken. Who you love is acceptable or not. Life tells its truth in many hues. We are taught to think in either or, to believe the teachings of Jesus or Buddha, to believe in human potential or a power beyond a single will. I am broken or I am powerful. Life embraces multiple truths, speaks of both and of and. We are taught to see in absolutes good versus evil male versus female young versus old gay versus straight let us see the fractions the spectrum the margins let us open our hearts to the complexity of our worlds let us make our lives a sanctuary to nurture our many identities the day is coming when all will know that the rainbow world is more glorious than monochrome, that a river of identities can ebb and flow over the static, stubborn rocks in its course, that the margins hold the center. Our community is self entirely self-governing and self-supporting. One of the privileges of our free church tradition is to provide all of the financial support for our many ministries from among ourselves. Generosity, therefore, is one of the spiritual values we recognize as central to our personal and institutional well-being. In addition to supporting this church community, we make a monthly commitment beyond our walls Some organizations are local, some national, some international. For the month of June, you are encouraged to support the George Spady Center Society. I'd like to read for you their vision statement. The George Spady Center Society is recognized as a leader in the development and delivery of effective services for the care, treatment and support of individuals with substance related disorders and dual diagnosis. People who come to us find dignity, hope and healing as they set a new path towards health and well-being. Their mission statement is is as follows. To provide a continuum of support services to people with complex life circumstances associated with substance related and concurrent disorders and homelessness. Empowering them to improve their lives through client centered, evidence based best practices. You can go to the UCE website for more information. a responsive reading for you this morning. I'm going to begin with the one voice and Robert will be leading you in the voices of many. So let's join in this text by Amanda Udis Kessler. Today, Pride Day, we affirm with joy that we are proud. We are proud to be lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans, queer, and questioning. We are proud to have survived and thrived despite challenges to our dignity, well-being, and sometimes even our lives. We are proud to be heterosexual and cisgender allies. We are proud to live and work in solidarity with the LGBTQ friends and family. Together, we build the beloved community. We and those we love have been judged, mistreated, assaulted, but we are here and we are proud. We and those we love have been stereotyped and have faced discrimination. But we are here, and we are proud. We have seen those we love beaten to death and gunned down. But we are here, and we are proud. We are together, and we are proud. We build, oh no, 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 and And together together, we build build the beloved beloved community. community. Watch as it grows grows among uh, us, even now. now. Thank you all. Each week, we take time to acknowledge the joys and sorrows, celebrations and concerns that touch our lives, as well as the lives of those around us, whether locally or globally. I expect that many of you have heard the sad news about the passing of Reverend John Marsh. I would ask Lynn Wolf to share some thoughts with us now about John.
3: I'm lighting this candle in remembrance of John Marsh, our minister at UCE from 1986 to 1995, from when he was ages 31 to 40. He married one of our congregation members, Allison Patrick, And our condolences go to Ruth Patrick, his mother-in-law. He died a week ago at age 66. I remember John as kind and gentle. His sermons and his approach to life was thoughtful and thorough. I remember his gentle humor and the absurdities of life would sometimes cause the murk to just kind of bubble out of him in a bemused chuckle. He officiated at my marriage to Ed. We were in our early 40s. And John said in the opening line to his prayer to us, no puppy love is this, which brought chuckles from everyone present. He was a loving and kind man, and I'm glad to have known him.
0: Thank you, Lynn. Our thoughts and prayers, of course, go out to the family. Now using the chat button on your computer I invite you at this time to type in a thought, a prayer, a wish that is with you today. I will not be reading aloud your thoughts today. If you prefer to have your, um, oh sorry, if you prefer not to have your thought documented as part of our recorded service, please begin by typing the word private. And so let us begin to share our thoughts and prayers. Et uh-huh. and prayers within our hearts as we worship together. Our next reading is by Victoria E. Safford. People ask me sometimes, is this a gay church? It is a privilege to answer. Ours is absolutely, gladly, hopefully and humbly Gaily, a gay church, a gay tradition where everyone, including heterosexual members and friends, is welcome, where everyone is needed, where everyone's experience is cherished as a sacred text because no one's experience of living or loving can be comprehensive, because each of us holds clues the other's need about how to live with dignity and joy as a human person, and none of us knows enough about that yet to be considered whole. It is absolutely a gay church, even as ours is a gay world, if you were to to look around. Gay church, straight church, people's church, a human congregation made holy, by the holy hopes and fears and dreams of all who wish to come. Come in, we say. Come out. Come in. We are all in this together. I will not speak of tolerance with its courteous clenched teeth and bitter resignation. I will not speak about acceptance of other people and some other kind of lifestyle i can only look in laughing wonder at human life in all its incarnations i can taste only in passing the breath of the spirit of life on my mouth and understand our common longing to breathe in deep deep gulps of it i cannot think of being anybody else's ally even, because even that applies some degree of separation, some degree of safety for some of us, not all. We are allied with no one and with nothing but love. The larger love transcending all our understanding within which all the Different, differing, gorgeously various, variant, beautifully deviant aspects of ourselves are bound in elegant unity. I know that on some sad and disappointing days, these words describe the church that yet shall be and not the church that is. I know, I know but I know too that to answer is an act of creation. To answer this question and some others is a privilege, a prophetic imperative, a joy, a duty, and a holy sacrament. Our sermon this morning It's entitled, Our Gay Heroes of Edmonton. It's written and read this morning by our very own Susan Rutan.
4: Hi, everybody. One of the things I love about the gay rights movement is the style, the joy, the class, which gay people have brought to their cause. Of course, fighting for gay rights has been many years of struggle. It was 40 years ago this spring that Edmonton police raided a gay hangout called the Pisces Health Spa and arrested 56 patrons, basically for being homosexual. But the gay movement has always been about pride as well, about celebrating your own sexual identity. The Edmonton Pride Parade was a march to declare the right to be gay and proud. But in the years I've known it, it's not been an angry event. It's been a celebration. One so appealing that a few years ago, the UCE parade group was walking behind people from the Royal Bank of Canada. Even Alberta Conservatives have asked to march in the pride parade. It has been a wonderful event of great costumes, music and good feelings. Thanks to the pride movement, there is a kind of blossoming of gender awareness happening in the larger society. For instance, I can now say GBLTQ without stumbling most of the time. So many men and women in our city have been part of making that happen. I can't possibly name them all. Today, I will name three and leave it at that. First, Delwyn Vreend. He's not a flashy pride parade guy. He was a 21-year-old in 1987 who got a job at King's University as a lab instructor. This quiet young man didn't flaunt his gayness, but didn't hide it either. Four years later, the college president asked him to resign because of his open sexual identity. He refused and he got fired. Vreend went to the Alberta Human Rights Commission for help, but was told that the commission didn't cover sexual orientation. He and his lawyers took the matter to court all the way to the Supreme Court of Canada. In 1998, it ruled that discrimination against gay people is a violation of human rights. The resulting publicity was hard on Vreend who left Edmonton two years later and now lives quietly in Paris. But still he made life better for all GBLTQ people in Canada. Second, the one and only Michael Fair. There's a reason this guy has both a school and a park named after him. If you look on Wikipedia, the first thing it says about Michael is that he was the first openly gay politician elected in Alberta. This is true, but it's only the tip of the iceberg of this brilliant, lovable guy. When the AIDS epidemic started to take hold in Edmonton, a small group of people gathered around Michael Fair's dining room table in 1984 to plan some kind of response and some help for AIDS victims. He was not a public figure at the time, just a gay man concerned that something be done. From that meeting, the AIDS Network of Edmonton was founded and Michael was its public face and spokesman. In the following years, he sat beside the bedside of many sick and dying men. From there, he moved on to Edmonton City Council where he served from 1992 to 2007. It was at City Hall that I got to know Michael. I was a City Hall reporter for the Edmonton Journal. He was always a gay man, comfortable in his own skin. I remember he had a collection of eyeglasses of different colors. So on one day he'd have his blue glasses on, another day he'd have his green glasses on and so on and his city hall office had several stuffed animals in it. Not a common thing for an Edmonton city councillor. He was also an amazing politician. When members of council were squabbling about some issue and couldn't agree, they would turn to Michael who would offer to draft a motion that contained the best of both sides. Because they all trusted him, the councillors let him do it. If you're the guy drafting the motion, you have a lot of power. If you're a guy everyone trusts, you also have a lot of power. He has gone on to many other roles, such as being chair of the Board of Governors at the University of Alberta. At the same time, I can recall seeing him one summer riding in the Kerry West parade down Jasper Avenue, wearing a sparkly costume that left his little belly bear. With Michael, you always have to put those different parts together City Council powerhouse with stuffed animals, Board of Governors chair with sparkly costumes. In retirement, he continues to work for causes that matter to him, such as protecting the River Valley and End Poverty Edmonton. Wherever his career has taken him, He has always been a gay man who appears happy to be the person he is, happy to share his true self with everyone. That has been a great lesson from this gay political pioneer. Third and last, Darren Hagen, Edmonton's most famous drag performer, or as an article in the Edmonton Journal this year, described him, a local queer legend. The word queer has been rehabilitated as a non-rude word, acceptable even enough for the local newspaper. I confess I do not know Hagen personally, but the more I hear about him, I realize I've been missing out on a major force in this city. He has written or co-written more than 40 plays. He was recently writer-in-residence at the University of Alberta and is currently writer in residence at McEwan University. He has won numerous awards. His most famous play was The Edmonton Queen, not a riverboat story. Some other titles: Tranny Get Your Gun, Pile Driver, Bitch Slap, Hitler's Kickline, Two Queens and a Joker, and Many of these funny, irreverent shows appeared at the Edmonton Fringe Festival and others at local theatres. His most popular drag queen persona is Gloria Hole. In an interview a few years ago, Hagen said that Gloria was the unseen, unspoken part of himself. He said... There was a fierceness that I never experienced as a man, which I could as a woman. This is wonderful entertainment, but it's more than that. It's an in-your-face look at gender and at all the taboos around gender that we tend to cling to. I doubt our church would have had the dragging youth events of recent years if Darren Hagen hadn't made drag a non-scandalous event. We at UCE have seen our former minister, Brian Kiley, in drag. That's a kind of liberation. In 2017, the Canadian government celebrated 150 years of a confederation by naming 150 cultural ambassadors from across the country, making little videos of each of them. Darren Hagen was one of those ambassadors. I want to leave you with a couple of Darren Hagen quotes from this video. First quote, I've got more awards than you have purses. That's classic Darren Hagen humor. But then he gives a deep thought. He says, something amazing happens when you step into drag. You pull yourself out of this binary polarized system of man and woman that our entire society is built around. And suddenly on the, you are on the outside looking in. Once you're outside of the power structure, it changes you way, the way you look at the power structure forever. Amen to that, Darren, and blessed be.
0: Thank you so much, Susan. With mics muted, let's join in singing hymn number 1051, How Could Anyone Ever Tell You? we have a responsive affirmation called our common life is enriched this responsive reading is from religious institute a multi faith organization dedicated to advocating for sexual gender and reproductive health education and justice in faith communities and societies again i'll begin by reading the one voice and ask you to join robert in reading all We are grateful for the gift of our lives and the gift of other people in our lives. Each of us is created with dignity and worth. We are called to love one another and to do nothing to others that we would find hateful to ourselves. We honor the many ways that people live and love. Our common life is enriched when queer transgender, bisexual, lesbian, and gay people can come out sharing the gifts of their sexual orientation and gender identity. True justice flourishes when all people can live and flourish. We suffer when LGBTQ people are oppressed, excluded, or shamed by religious people who overlook the fundamental call to love one another love does not exclude we are all worthy may we work to build a world where all people are celebrated and loved we celebrate sexual and gender diversity as a blessing that enriches us all we say together may May it be be so so. Blessed blessed be thank you all We have another hymn for you, a classic for this time of year and for any time of year. With mics muted, let's join in singing We Are a Gentle, Angry People.
5: We are a gentle,
0: extinguish our flame this morning i leave you with these closing words by tess baumberger let us make this earth a heaven right here right now who knows what existence's death will bring let us create a heaven here on earth where love and truth and justice reign Let us welcome all to our pearly gates, our freedom table, amid singing and great rejoicing. Black, white, yellow, red, and all our lovely colors. Straight, gay, transgender, bisexual, and all the ways of loving each other's bodies. Blind, deaf, mute, healthy, sick, variously abled young old fat thin gentle cranky joyous sorrowing let no one feel excluded let no one feel alone may we make our earth and eden a paradise may no one wish to leave may hate and warfare cease to clash in causes too old and tired to name. Religion, nationalism, the false god of gold, deep-rooted ethnic hatreds. May these all disperse and wane. May we see each other's true selves. May we all dwell together in peace and joy and understanding. Let us make this earth a heaven for each other's sake. My friends, before we end our service, we offer you a postlude. Get ready, it's time to get happy.
4: It might seem crazy what I'm about to say.
6: i <laughs> i
0: church can you see dancing chickens what can i say happy pride as we conclude our service with mike's muted let's join in singing our closing song carry the flame of peace and love until we meet again <laughs> I would like to take a moment to thank the following volunteers for helping to make this service possible this morning. Our greeter, Jeff Bezance, slide runner and speaker, Susan Rutan. Our readers, Alyssa Hudson and Robert Begg, breakout room coordinator, Lynn Turvey, recorder, Lynn Wolf. And special thanks to Andrew Mills for his techno support and his masterful wizardry. I have a quick little announcement for you. I know some of you have already been asking about our summer services. Please stay tuned and read the emails and newsletters that are coming up. The church services committee, of which I'm the chair, are taking a very different approach this summer. And I'm very, very excited uh, for what's coming up. So stay tuned for that wonderful event. Our summer services begin on July 11th and run through till August 25th. Uh, We're going to run our slides now. And after that, I invite you to stay with us and uh, pop into one of our chat rooms for conversation. If you are leaving us now, I thank you again so much for being with us. Let us go forth with joy to love, and serve the world. Blessed be.
1: Blessed be.